Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Hello. You all right? Yeah, fine. How are you? I'm fine. It's just that I made you sit through the new Beatles video, so I just wanted to check in. Did I watch it right to the very end? I don't think I did, did I? You did, yeah. I did, oh! Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just, it's, it's all I want to talk about at the moment. Mm. Um, the video is made by Peter Jackson. It's quite a departure from his usual style, I would say. I was very surprised that was who done it. Yeah. Mm. Um, because they, he sort of reanimates um, George and John with present-day Paul and Ringo. Mm. Um, Ringo's dressed up for the occasion in a tracksuit and some of his own merch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I, I'm surprised because Peter Jackson, of course, did all those Hobbit and Lord of the Rings films. Could he not have maybe made John and George look a bit like members of the undead for added realism? Yeah. Oh. Come back to bite Paul and Ringo. How popular do you think that would have been? Just for you? I, th- I think it might have been more popular. More popular, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, th- thanks for humouring me with that. I do, I do like that song. I do. I think it's lovely. Um, you've been very patient with me this week, I, I just want to say, because I called you yesterday and said, I don't think we'll be doing the podcast tomorrow, but I do need somebody to pick me up from hospital where I'll be coming round from a general anaesthetic. Oh God, I was so excited. As it turns out, that wasn't the case, and here we are doing the podcast. I barely slept last night looking forward to it so much. <laughs> Seeing you all like bleary and like spouting nonsense. Well, I think it will happen. Is the good news? Great. Let me yeah, know. Let yeah, me know. I will. You, you're my first port of call. Thank no you. Pun intended. <laughs> um, you've also been very kind to me because you, you, you've been sending me a number of links to news stories mm. because you you know that for one reason or other, and I'm not not really leaving the house very much at the moment. Mm. And um, and and you've you've given me fodder here for the podcast, mm-hmm. so I was going to run through some of the oh, uh, okay, some of the stories that you sent to me. I think this was a headline in the Guardian. Mm-hmm. What's that rule? Because uh, Annabelle, uh, you once dated and uh, married a guy who worked <laughs> in journalism, yeah. and uh, and and it was if a headline ends in a question mark, the answer is no. Yeah. Mm. So the headline is: Has Britain already conducted its last census? The answer: No. No, no, it's not. Um, but th- th- there are proposals by the Office for National Statistics uh, to scrap the census in 2031 and um, pull that data in from other sources, which 
I, I say good. Okay, you want the end of the census? Yeah, because I don't want my uh, descendants nosing around in my business. <laughs> you don't want them knowing the truth. No, because no. uh, I've done a bit of digging around in my family history. Mm. I'm not a genealogist. I've not gone deep and assembled a tree or anything, but I've, mm. I've looked into it a little bit. And there just wasn't anybody who wasn't a manual, manual labourer, um, unskilled factory worker, like nothing. Mm. Going back... Oh, a couple of hundred years, it was really disappointing. All you want, really, is either someone famous or someone foreign. Yes. If that's the truth of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, famous yeah, yeah. Famous or foreign, that's all I care about. Yeah, like uh, some kind of circus performer That'll I would do. have been happy That'll with. Do, yeah. yeah, but um, no, it was it was deeply, um, deeply disappointing. Um, do you think the reason, you know, they say, um, like, we, we, if it, if it, the, we can't have nice things because we ruin them. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is because of that thing a few years ago when people started filling in Jedi <laughs> as their religion? Do you think that would happen again? Probably. It wouldn't be that, but you, 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 we, we know that we are a population easily stirred to that kind of thing. We're Very. just waiting for the next Boaty McBoat face. Yeah, sure, that's the first yeah, thing I thought. Yeah, because it's the, <laughs> yeah, it's the same instinct, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I wonder if that's part of the reason why they may be scrapping the census. Mm. Um, and of course... It will reduce my chance of going to jail. Because there's always a lot of pressure because you have to fill in the census by law. Or you go to jail. I don't know about the jail, oh, though, right, but it's by right. law. Is it? Yeah. I don't remember. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's illegal not to fill in the census. When was the last one? I don't think I did it. Oh, God. Well, going to jail. They're hunting you down. Oh, Fortunately, they've not got your address because you didn't fill in the census. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and, and from what I understand about um, jail, the big house, mm. prisons as well. When another prisoner finds out that you're in for oh, census avoidance, you can have a rough time of it. <laughs> can you imagine? Get a shiv in the knife. Yeah. Shiv yeah. in the night. Yeah. So you'd be good at making a shiv. Uh, I don't know how to make a shiv. How do you make a shiv? Oh, it's been, Is it uh, something with a razor blade? Yeah. Or a toothbrush? Yeah. I feel that even, even if I've got the basic ingredients, mm. I'd, I'd struggle with the structural integrity. Okay. I also, also don't think I'd be able to shiv someone. I think you would. I think you yeah. easily. Yeah. yeah. Listen to this. Mm. I've forgotten where you sent me this one from. Starfish arms are actually extensions of their head. What about that then? Scientists say. What about that? No. There's no question mark at the end of that. That is fact. Extension of head. (sighs) They're not arms. It's not good, this. Says Does it make you see them in a new light? The echinoderms more closely resemble disembodied heads. The multi-limbed creatures. Oh my goodness! Experts have discovered. They say the unusual adult body plan of starfish doesn't arise as a result of the central part of the body or trunk giving rise to five identical parts. I know in recent years there's been a backlash against experts, and and I, I generally speaking, I, I find this upsetting. Hmm. I like people who know about things, right? Yeah, to be making informed decisions. Yeah, yeah. But I'm really annoyed at scientists about this. Really? Why? Because if you'd found that out, why would you why wouldn't you just keep it to yourself? I love it. Why don't you love it? It's it freaks me out. I don't want to think of those things as like bits growing out of the head. I want the <laughs> like Medusa. St- They're like little Medusas. No, it's like their little starry oh, arms and the starry legs. God. And the pointy one on top that pointy one on top can be part of their <laughs> head. But I just think 
those scientists are going to regret putting that information out there. It's going to be like Oppenheimer all over again. <laughs> another one? Go on then. Let's have a look. I think this was The Guardian as well. According to the annual Teens and Screens report, which surveys 1,500 people aged 10 to 24, Gen Z, mm. is that what we are? No. No, but close. We're Gen X. Oh, you're doing a joke. I thought you really thought of No, I know what I am. Mm. I'm the one after Boomer, mm. but before Millennial. Yeah. Um, Gen Z want to see way less sex and trauma depicted on screen. Instead, they want more emphasis on self-love. Does, does that... Yes, don't say the word. Yes, yes. So they want to see that. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And friendships. Mm. Their preferences to watch lives like their own. I understand that. You understand that? Well, yeah, I do actually. I was going to sort of say that, that would be quite depressing. <laughs> but I think Fran Leibovitz says you want a book to be... Um, a window, not a mirror. Right. And I, I do think I quite like my culture to be a mirror a lot right. of the time. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not good. Mm-mm-mm. But you know what I mean? I don't. Like, <laughs> I would rather read a book mm. about some uh, emotional situation the, the the emotional entanglements and relationships between somebody between uh, a, a a Gen X man, maybe in the UK, maybe another European country, maybe New York, mm. and his family and his wife and infidelity, you know, all the stuff of life. Yeah. Than, I don't know. Read about a geisha having the feet bound. Right. Okay. I know it doesn't reflect well on me. <laughs> no, no. But you know, it's what, if, if it's what you want, it's what you want. The heart wants what it wants. The heart wants what it wants. But you know who said that? Who? Woody Allen. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> Shouldn't be encouraged. Oh, this is what comes actually. Uh, uh, wanting art that's a mirror, not a window. Yeah. I'm not wading into that. <laughs> okay, we'll leave that then. Yeah. I might even edit that. I very rarely <laughs> edit this podcast, but I, uh, I might edit that out. Um, they say they want authenticity rather than romance and sex. What I like there is the, the, the understanding that there's nothing authentic about romance. Yeah. And, and real life doesn't really involve sex, certainly past a year. Yeah, and, mm. and, and listen, I'm a broad-minded adult. Mm. I, I could enjoy some erotica, but I just think it's got no place in most films or TV shows. Shall I tell you what I really, really struggle with? Yeah. How much uh, married couples on TV kiss on the lips? Oh, horrible. They're always doing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't remember the last time. Like, is this, this can't be normal. A pack. They're not just pecking. They're like, they're, they're quite often what I would call Frenchying <sighs> on TV. Necking. That's not normal. Uh, necking. necking. It's, not, it's not normal. Ugh. French kissing. Mm. Oh dear. Mm. Is that what you just said? French kissing. Frenchying. Frenchying. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I think that it's rare for sex scenes in films or TV shows to serve a purpose. If something weird happens, mm-hmm. or something funny happens, mm-hmm. or something that reveals character, then I'm on board for it. But I just feel that they tend to reveal buttocks 
you don't, and nipples. Most of the time you don't need to see it. No. I'm going to start doing what my friend Jane Collins' mum does and keep a book on the side of the sofa. And every time a sex scene's come on, I'm going to pick up the book and read it and just protest. Did you just say your friend was with Joan Collins? Yeah, my friend Joan Collins. Yeah, Jane. Oh, Jane okay. Because her sister Jackie could be quite racy. <laughs> I think. What's interesting when they, when they say, and uh, you know, I know I said that thing about wanting a mirror and not a, a window, but um, when when they say they want to see their own lives reflected, mm. sounds a little narcissistic. Mm. But uh, aside from that, it is interesting to me how much crime we watch on TV versus how much crime most others encounter in real life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's disproportionate, isn't it? You should hear the podcasts I listen to as well. Endless. Yeah, yeah. I'm not thrilled about that oh, whole no. situation. No, there's something about true crime. That I know it's wrong. I know it's, it's not wrong. sitting well with no, me. No, I know. Me neither. I remember listening to you know listening, getting to a point with listening to those things when you know with the big popular ones, mm. and basically they make you mistrust and suspect that somebody was a murderer, and leave you with that as a cliffhanger at the end of the episode. Mm. And then the next week an episode comes out and it turns out that's that was a complete red herring and they were fine and they were nowhere near. But you've spent a week thinking someone's a murderer. <laughs> and I don't I don't think that's great when it's real people involved. Bit manipulative, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um But I would I would watch more TV shows where just ordinary things happened, I think. No, go yeah, go online. Earlier today, Sarah and I were in a cafe. Mm. And uh, she she ordered some banana bread and uh, and a coffee. They brought it out, and then a guy came over and said, "Oh, I think you got my order." It turned out they'd ordered the same thing, but he'd ordered first. Now Sarah said, "I'm so sorry." However, this is this is the this is the detail. She had already made an incision in the banana bread with a knife. Right. And he looked at it with utter disgust. Oh, that she got into Yes. It. He was sort of trying to pretend that mm. it was fine. Mm. But you could tell that there was no way he was having that banana bread. He, he felt aggrieved that she'd made the incision and there was no way he would never eat it, even though the only thing that had touched it was a clean knife. Can I tell you what I'm shocked by? Yeah. Like when you said Sarah had ordered in a cafe banana bread, because I feel that's the sort of thing you only ever make at home, you don't ever buy it. And then you told me someone else had ordered it as well. Yeah. That was weird to me. It's, here's the truth. They'd yeah. stopped doing food. Oh, okay. And there were just a few baked goods left. Oh, <laughs> that could be the only way this could ever happen. The fact so many people would order banana bread. Got more of these stories, but... Uh... Maybe I'm gonna maybe oh, I'm gonna sit on them. Save them for next week, maybe. Or later. Oh later, oh later, great. Shall we hear from the drifters? Oh yes, let's. First one is Laura. I attended a university which prides itself on small group teaching, a blessing, but also a curse for a drifter. I did not thrive in these sessions where, unlike in the lecture theatre, there was no hiding, no blending into a sea of faces. One morning, our tutor asked the eight of us in our year group who were under her charge to come to her office for a meeting, a start of exam term pep talk. We were all girls susceptible to the pressure of the competitive atmosphere and she was a feminist always trying to give our confidence a boost. She had two offices in different buildings and we hadn't all met at this one before. We were all there first and waiting outside before she arrived and so entered the room altogether. It was much smaller than where we usually met so there wasn't enough seating for us all. I perched on one of two one of two of those wide seated bobbly fabric reception area charms chairs with our arms. 
Thinking that somebody might share the chair with me as we all knew each other, I'm petite and there was easily room, I shrunk myself to only occupy one side of it. Nobody did join me, however, the others finding spaces on the edge of a table or on the windowsill. Probably reflecting my general discomfort in this setting, I subconsciously stayed perched on only one side of the chair, continuing to occupy as little space in the room as possible. Mid-speech, to illustrate a point about confidence, I suddenly heard, Laura, own that chair! Oh no. Everyone was staring at me. She was making an example of me for sitting tensely and looking meat. <laughs> My default state that I didn't need reminding of. This was almost 10 years ago now, so I don't remember what my response was. Probably just to glow red. My friend and I still bark, own that chair! <laughs> as a method of both encouragement or congratulation for any achievements in life. Fantastic. And this is from Jeanette. A story from a few months ago about a drifter daughter and her non-drifter mother at the hairdressers reminded me of a similar situation of mine set in a movie theatre. My mum and I went to see the movie Fried Green Tomatoes, which came out in theatres in late 1991. I would have been about 24 or 25 years old. This was in the good old days of movie going when a majority of the patrons didn't behave as if they were in their own homes by talking and getting out of their seats regularly. During a particularly dramatic and quiet scene where the only sound was the soft dialogue of two actors, I noticed a strange sound coming from the man sitting to my right. It was a rhythmic squeak right at my ear level. Mm. I peeked over to see that he had his movie ticket stub, which had some sort of shiny coating, folded and wedged between his molars. Back and forth, back and forth, squeak, squeak, squeak. It seemed it brought him some comfort and he wasn't doing it to dislodge a kernel of popcorn. My first reaction was mild disgust at his dental habits and the idea of that piece of folded ticket going in and out between his teeth. But then all I could think about was that sound. It was horrible, irritating and all I could hear. Fried green tomatoes dialogue faded into the background and I was engulfed in the world of squeak, squeak, squeak. (laughs) I sighed. I shifted in my seat. I looked over at him. None of these actions made the man stop what he was doing. He continued for what felt like 10 minutes, but was probably only two. My mum noticed my squirms and sides and looked at me. Just that moment, it hit me. I could tell on him, rat him out and grass him up. <laughs> I pointed out silent, silently to her what he was doing. Without a second's thought, my mum leaned over to me, tapped his arm and said, Hey, we can hear that. What you're doing? The man looked over and instantly stopped his infernal squeaking. He never did it again. My mum was a non-drifter hero that day. It's too bad I did not inherit that gene from her. We all need a non-drifter guardian. We do. We do. We really do. Like some kind of buddy system. Yes. Send us your story of um, maybe your non-drifter guardian or any excruciating social situations in which you have found yourself, the email address is hello at adriftpodcast.com. Annabelle. Yes. What's going on with your substack? I, I get oh. the impression that changes afoot. Thanks for asking. There is. So, six months in now. Just over six months, in fact. Congratulations. Thank you. I don't think you'd stick with it. <laughs> Of course I did. Oh, you're, good. you're very I am a sticker. dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something big this week. Uh-huh. Tomorrow, in fact. Well, Wednesday. Anyway, depends when you listen to this, isn't it? Uh, it's my first post for only paid subscribers. Oh. So if you've been subscribing 
the two pounds a month that it costs or whatever it is in your local currency, this is the first time you're getting something just for you. It's in, it's exclusive. But you can upgrade if you're just a free subscriber at the moment. And it is. The reason why I've done it as my first paid subscriber one... Is that you want want money? It's because I want money. I've got an outstanding Thames water bill that needs paying. How much? Uh, 116. Oh. I don't know how much my last water bill (laughs) is. Did I mention this last week? We we did this whole thing, didn't we? I know, but please tell me I didn't mention my Thames water bill then. I don't know. No, You're you're not on a metre, are you? No, no, I'm not actually. I'm actually not on a metre for that. I mean like a prepaid metre. (laughs) No, a prepaid one. Does that exist? No. So one of the reasons I'm doing it is because of money. The reason why I'm doing this particular one is because... How much do you think my last Thames water bill was? 160. Paid monthly. A monthly? I don't know. Like, so £20. Oh, so close. 26. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, this this bill. bill so of yours, or? no, let's. We've moved on from the bills. We're talking about why this week, no other week. Well, as I say, it's been six months, but also it's something I'm writing about something that I've never written about before. Oh, and very, very, very rarely spoken about because I'm so ashamed of it. Like properly ashamed and a bit sad. Oh, about is it, it your parenting skills? <laughs> it there is some connection in what you've just said. Oh, I, I think Annabelle's a wonderful mother. Really? I do. Thank I think you. you think you're so wonderful as a mother. I did speak to you on the phone the other day and you heard me like really having a go at Rudy because he kept pestering me in the background. And you went, oh, how's the gentle parenting coming along? <laughs> <laughs> or something to that effect. But, but you are so good at that. I felt very comfortable making that oh, good. joke. Okay. So, listen. I'm listening. Huh? I'm listening. You're listening? Yeah. I know it looks like I'm ordering a delivery. <laughs> But I, uh, I'm also listening. Listen, I'm so glad you can multitask. What are you going to order? I'm going to order some chat. Some chat. Six great. pieces of chat. Yeah. And um, I think I think a chilli paneer. What do you think? I think it would be weird if you didn't. Yeah. Where's, okay. it, where's it gone? So so go on. I am listening. I'm listen. No, yeah. What? Think about we're on the, on the radio and I'm like getting all things ready yeah, and lining yeah, 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 things yeah. up. Apart from it's to take away, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I've got to, to eat. You've got to eat. A man has to eat. Yeah. If you want to subscribe, mm-hmm. you can just Google my name and it'll come up on Substack somewhere or other. Annabelle Port. And does it do that for everyone or does it just do that for you because you've been Googling your own name a lot? Yeah, that. But I think I've got an... I mean, it's not, my name's not Jane Collins, is it? Like, it's my name is yeah. slightly unusual. Yes. So you can put my name to Google and then click on the Substack or you can go to annabelleport.substack.com or you can go to Substack and put in bit weird, quite normal or my name. It's going to come up. And then if you want to get all the good juicy stuff, you're going to want to subscribe. It's £2 a month. There's nothing, is it? It's the cheapest Substack on Substack. I mean, I haven't checked, but it must be. Do you want to know how much I've just paid for my dinner? Go on. £28.85. Bloody hell. Yeah. If at this moment you're ordering a £28 dinner, then you can spare me £2 a month. No, only if you're enjoying it. And uh, I ordered a mango lassi, and that really seems to have bumped it up. And <laughs> weird, right? You would have thought that makes a difference. Extremely expensive. But also, listen, if you're if you really want to read it and you have got zero money, just let me know, and you can have it for free anyway. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's lovely. It's like an honesty bar system. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So there you go. Look it up. I will now. Do you have another one? I mean, I won't because I'm already subscribed. Yes, thank you. But I don't think I pay. Mm. It'd be weird. Like, here's what is weird for me mm-hmm. specifically. This is different for listeners. Yeah. But we have uh, we, we have a, an intimate relationship, yeah. an intimate friendship. Mm. So it would be weird for me to pay two pounds yeah, yeah. to Substack. Mm. And then how much of that do you get? Well, like 80 to 90% of that. Right. 
So wouldn't it just be better for me to slide a two pound yes. coin across the table to you? Yes, every month. Yeah, yes. which I would do. Yes, <laughs> I would do I'm, that. I'll, I'll comp you. I'm going to comp okay, you. Okay. I'm going to comp you. Okay. I don't expect it though. No, it's just it, it feels weird to send the money around that system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know what you mean. Yeah. Totally understand. Okay. I'm going to comp you. Thanks. Right, a way in which I'm not a fully functioning adult. Yeah, did I say that? Yeah, you did. I'm just saying it again. Right, I've got a postscript to my vintage obsession. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sarah's signed up for it. So Has she? Oh, yeah. my God. Are you enjoying it? No, I looked at it once and we'll never open it again. But Sarah's already started ordering stuff off of it. Oh, she's just buying stuff, yeah. not selling. Great, yeah. yeah. So I've got two postscripts. So, in fact, I've got a PS and a PPS. Were you obsessed with PSs when you were younger? Oh, yeah. It's a phase that you go through, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and the more Ps, oh when you find God. out you can add the extra ones. I'm a, I'd write letters with so many PSs, it'd be like PPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPP
as I said last week, I take the vintage selling very, very seriously. Uh-huh. I, get, I give a very thorough description of the item. I've started ironing the clothes for the photo. And I don't take a picture of them just strewn on a wrinkle unmade bed in a darkened room like everyone else seems to. I also pride myself on same or next day sending out the parcel. Can, if I if I put open Vinted, which I never thought I would do again, yeah. <laughs> if, if I open it, yeah, 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 yeah. can I easily find you on it? Yeah. I really need to do, do this. Do you want to know now. my username? Yeah. Okay. So do a search for members, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're going to love my username. Oh, God. It's so good. Yeah. It's... Leg. <laughs> what? Leg? Leg what? I don't know if like I want to share it. Leghorn. I don't want people looking at like all the old clothes I'm getting rid of. It's customers. All right, customer then. base. Okay, it's, it's, it's leg warmers. Le- that's not bad. That wasn't gone. Hang on. Most people call themselves like Chrissy two three nine sixty four or something. So I was quite pleased I got leg warmers. Let me tell you something. Mm. So I've just realised I had to try and pick a username. Yeah. So I tried my name and it was gone. Right. And they also don't recommend that you do that. Right. But for ease, and then. Um, and then I have a username that I've used on um, the odd thing, which is oh, this is a boring story. I wish I'd launched into it. Now. <laughs> it's quite an obscure Swedish word right. for a particular feature of the Swedish political system. Right, gone. Oh, yes. Weird. And yet I got leg warmers. Yes. How weird's that? I know. This is there this must why be I billions it. of users, and I managed to get leg warmers. That was oh. a big surprise to me. Those photos are all right. Compar- comparatively, was what I mean. Right. Don't don't comment. On, please don't comment on what I'm saying. Please selling. Please okay, don't no, comment. no. Here's here's the honest truth. Yeah. Right. I I looked at this because I was expecting to mock it because I don't think. <laughs> like I'm not known for my photography skills. Is or, that what you're saying? Or like a a strong sense of aesthetics. I no, don't think it's, that yeah, is yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. true about yeah, me. So yeah. true. It's not important to you, and I think that only reflects well on you. Mm. But, yes, you display these well. They're well lit. Mm. They're hanging nicely. Mm. Some of the older ones I haven't ironed. I, 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 That's a recent thing. There's like some kind of snowsuit there that you've got on for pound fifty or pound ninety two, including uh, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. And it's it's got a slight um, hangman quality to it. <laughs> like it's just that we could do with seeing a bit more door or okay. hanger or whatever. Well, I can reshoot that. Yeah. But you can see that I take it very seriously, right? Yeah. I do feel like it would be like if Karen Brady or Stephen Bartley was running my vintage to earn £20 a month. Like, I'm bringing my A-game to this, okay? I, I can see. I really am. I got my first review two days ago. You get reviewed from buyers. Oh. You can also review your buyer. There's a lot of reviewing going on. My first review, five stars. Congratulations. But of course, right? Yeah, yeah, on, on the evidence of what I've seen, yes. Exactly. They gave me a comment. You have to give a comment as well. The comment was great, exclamation mark, many thanks. Brilliant. Very happy with that. Mm-hmm. Then shortly afterwards came my second review and it was devastating. What? It was like if Stephen Bartlett had got a nine-page <laughs> takedown in Forbes magazine. Four stars. Four. Oh, but, but you see, this is, I've got this problem with people. I've said it before now about the people who give him four stars to Uber drivers and things. It's because they feel like they're Egon Ronne or, you know, some serious critic and, oh, I can't just go giving five stars. Oh, my God, it's so annoying. It's really annoying. It's like if the package was really late or the clothes were torn or stained with no warning, you can give me naught stars, that's fine, zero stars. For anything else, it's got, it's got to be five stars. It's binary. What does five stars, what does binary. four even mean? It's thumbs up or thumbs down. Exactly. It's not, it's not, you're not giving a star rating no. here. You, you, were you happy or weren't you? 
So I'm so confused what she means by this four stars, but luckily I've still got the comment to read, so that should shed some light. I read it. The comment says, good, thanks. What? Good. She bought the item on the evening of the 29th. I posted it the next morning. It was two pairs of next, next dinosaur pyjamas in a good condition. She got them for 75p each. Why just good? I had to look at her profile, obviously. Oh, yeah. She's got 31 five-star reviews. So she has an overall rating of five stars, whereas my now overall rating is just 4.5 stars. She's dragged your average down. She has. I told Tom and he said, God, I've been selling for over a year now. My overall rating is five stars too. She just took a dis- There's something about you that she disliked. <sighs> I'm furious. Like, why has she given me four? Maybe she didn't like your cutesy name, Leg Warmers. <laughs> It's not that cutesy, is it? Maybe she thinks I'm a dancer. Kids from fame. Oh, I don't know. Maybe she hates the kids from fame. Maybe. Maybe it's that. So what I do is I message her to ask, but I cover my fury with these words. I write, hi there. Uh, I'm new to Vinted, so I'm interested to know why you only gave me four stars in order to improve. What were you not entirely happy with? Many thanks. I wait to hear back. Nothing. Oh, you called her out. I did. So what do you think I did next? I'm going to give you some options. A, nothing, accepted the four stars and moved on. B, review her as a buyer and give her zero stars. C, review her as a buyer and give her five stars. Or D, review her as a buyer and give her four stars. Was it was one of them just nothing? Yeah. Was it that one? <laughs> Certainly was not. Oh. It was D. I gave her four stars. She's now got 31 five-star reviews and one four-star review. Had you bought anything for? No, from? but like, you can review your your buyer as well. Oh, I it's see. It's very weird. It's I very see. weird. And do you just have one rating or do you have a buyer rating and a seller rating? Two two different ones. They rate you, you rate them. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, do you, does does it all... Oh, yeah, yeah, it amalgamates. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, and then weird. I do my comment. You have to give a comment. Yeah. I wrote... Good buyer. Thank you. <laughs> Great. I'm a bit annoyed, though, that my four-star review wasn't enough to bring her average down from five stars. But I think we can all see that I'm very petty, but not so petty that I'm now also going to use up all my vintage profits to buy all her vintage stuff so I can give her enough <laughs> zero stars to bring it down. Yet. Oh, well, this is an abrupt end to this week's podcast. Let me explain what happened. You are now hearing me the next day from all the previous stuff in this episode. And what happened was as we were recording, my son came upstairs and wasn't feeling very well. And uh, we tried to wait it out, but it ended up being 11 o'clock at night and Annabelle went home. So we're going to have to leave it there for this week. Apologies. And we'll be back next week with another episode of Adrift. Thanks to Man in the Echo for the backing music and to Emily Harrison for the incidental music. Carla Gowlett took our photos. Kim Rainey designed our artwork. And Laura, own that chair.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You did so. 